Welcome to the Sisterhood & Co. podcast. I'm your host, Harriet Blevins. This podcast is designed to empower, educate, and encourage women of all ages and stages of life in their walk with God. Our goal and intent is to provide you with the best content and topics relevant to your lives as Christians. We will have conversations with other leaders all along the way and discuss topics all of us want and need to hear. I'm so happy you're here, and I hope you enjoy the journey with me. Hello, beautiful people. I'm so happy you're joining me on today's episode of the Sisterhood & Co. podcast. I want to first and foremost say a genuine and wholehearted thank you. Life has a way of swallowing up our time and energy, and I know today that you could be doing a lot of other things. So I want you to know how grateful I am that you are joining us today. We always want this space to be empowering for Christian women, a place where you can come and hear the truth of God's Word in an unashamed way, and a place where culture isn't ignored but leaned into, a place where we can grow and hopefully learn something new. Today's episode isn't part of a series. I really just felt it was a topic God was leading me to address here in our sisterhood community. I have a question for you first. Are you living in the fullness of all God has for you? Now, it may take you a few minutes to think that through. I know some of you may be in the carpool line or school drop-off or pickup. You may be putting your makeup on in your bathroom. You may be running around town doing errands. You may be out on a walk. I want you to think about that. Are you living in the fullness of all God has for you? See, for many of us, we are trying to give it a good go. For some of us, we're just actually trying to survive the day, much less thinking about living fully in any one space. So when this podcast airs, I hope we are well past this current season that I'm currently walking in. It is mid-August 2023. I would say our church has been under an attack of sorts, and I don't say that lightly. I don't like to cry fire when there's just a little smoke. But we have seen people really struggling in this season with their health in particular and with certain medical diagnosis with their relationships, even with very close friends and family, with their finances, their jobs, because we are right now living in a time of high inflation and high prices across the board. And we have seen people even have accidents, car accidents, falls off of ladders, things like that, weird things that are not normal, just hard places. And maybe you yourself, as you're listening to this, you're thinking, well, I've been experiencing some of this myself. We have been praying as a staff and a group of leadership against all of these things. Part of it is just knowing the season of transition that we're in as a church body. We are getting ready to move into our new building and take new ground for Jesus here in our region. The enemy does not like that. So as these reports and prayer requests began to come in about a month or so ago, I, along with many others, began to pray fervently. As the days went by and more and more needs and people's hardships began to come to us, the more I felt my heart and my faith begin to waver. Have you ever felt that way? And I bet that you have. All of us do. We all feel that way at some time or another. I almost found myself distraught a few times. And when I get like that, I walk. I walk and I pray. I walk and I pray and I worship and I sing songs about God, not about my issues or what I'm worried about. And that helps me recenter. It helps me remember again who I am and who God is. 
On one such day, I'm going through this process, and I heard God say, step back into the full place. You have stepped outside of my fullness. You're begging me and not trusting me. Live in the fullness I have provided for you. I immediately felt like a warm wave of water come down over me, and my mind began to get still. My heart rate settled. Everything became clear again. Jesus tells us in John 16, 33, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So what things is Jesus referring to when he says these things? What are those things? So we have to go backwards a bit to get that answer. So today I'm going to read to you from John 16, where I just was quoting, but I'm going to back up a couple of verses and start with verse 23 and read through verse 27. And this is Jesus speaking. And in that day you will ask me no question. Truly, truly, I say to you, if you shall ask the Father for anything, he will give it to you in my name. Until now, you have asked for nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be made full. See, when, when we get prayers answered, it makes us happy. That gives us joy. These things I've spoken to you in figurative language, but an hour is coming when I will speak no more to you in a figurative language, but will tell you plainly of the Father. In that day you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I will request the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me and have believed in me, and that I came forth from the Father. Jesus is saying, I won't need to ask the Father for you. You're going to ask the Father on your own behalf, and you're going to get the answer answered. Now, this whole section is a list of prayer promises for you and me. But here's the question. When we find ourselves needing an answer to prayer, are we stepping into the fullness of that place? Or do we immediately start hand-wringing? You know what I'm talking about. Recently, I was talking to my niece, Casey, about one of her girls. She was having a minor health issue. But at the time, um, by the time we had all finished, you know, we, we all played Dr. Google, and we had all we determined she had all kinds of stuff. I mean, really and truly, but she, she didn't. She, in actuality, had a little sprained ankle. But we had taken on the atmosphere of the world, and we let it get inside of us instead of vice versa. And listen, you do the same thing sometimes, right? Especially when uh, the little said person is so precious to you. All of us do that. But God has a better way for us, y'all. He has a better way for us so that in Him we may have peace. Now, sometimes the attacks that we're under require us to get out the actual sword and start slinging that thing. We need to anoint some stuff with oil and pray in the Holy Ghost and fight every demon in hell if we have to. Then sometimes we need only to step back into the full places. Remember again who we are, who God is. We belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. He has us. He is for us. He's paid an enormous price for our wholeness in every way, shape, and form. So what are we to do when the fiery arrows land inside of our camp? Well, I'm going to give you some tools today to take and use, and I'm using the words step in to do so. Step in, like an acrostic. So here it is, the S. The S stands for say it out loud. 
Say the word of God because it, it is the actual sword. So learn how to use it. Do you know that the devil cannot read your mind? He cannot read your thoughts. So you have to open your mouth and say the words out into the atmosphere before you have legally taken any ground back from the devil. T. In step in, the letter T stands for take authority over your thoughts. If there's a root of negativity or fear, take authority over that right now in the name of Jesus and say that out loud too. The E stands for elevate yourself. You elevate yourself by praying in the Holy Spirit. When you and I pray in the Spirit using our personal prayer language, the Word of God tells us that it builds us up. If you want to be built up and not torn down, then pray in the Spirit. And then the last letter of the word step is P. Position yourself in victory. The truth is the battle has already been fought and won for us. See yourself as the winner. We know from the Word of God that he, it is He who always causes us to triumph. So position yourself in that today. The letter I in step in stands for initiative. If you and I are going to step into the fullness of all God has for us, we're going to have to move from our place. We have to take the initiative. We can't just think, well, if God actually has that for my life, then it would be here already. That's just not true. He wants our participation, and that will take initiative on our part. And here's your last one, in. Leave no space for the enemy. In this season, I want y'all to batten down your hatches. Check and recheck every gate, every door, and every possible opening. Anoint your home and yourself with oil and plead the precious blood of Jesus over it. Leave no room for the enemy. Lift high your worship and the word of God, and he, the enemy, will scatter like the snake that he is. And then when we have done all of this, step into what God has for you. The full place, the fullness of peace and a life well lived. And then pass it on. When you've used the keys for your own fullness of life, turn around then and help someone else do the same. All right, that's all I have for you on today's episode. I'm going to pray for you, though, before I go. Dear Jesus, we love you and we thank you for the extravagant gift of your fullness in our lives. Thank you that when things here on earth are crazy, you bring your peace straight up into the middle of it. And we thank you for loving us and making a way for all of us to step into everything you have for us. I pray for each one listening today and the unique needs that they may have. Even though I don't know them, you do. I thank you for having the answer each one needs, and I thank you for your goodness and kindness. We belong to you, Jesus, and we ask all of these things in your wonderful name. Amen. Now, my tip of the day today is going to probably sound redundant, but it's memorize scripture. My tip today is to start memorizing the scripture that you want to see play out in your own life. Find passages that speak to your specific needs. This week, maybe all of us can put John 16, that I just read to memory since it was part of our episode. You know, when we put God's very word into memory, it becomes part of us. How many of you can remember the dumbest lyrics to songs? I mean, I can. I can remember all the songs from the 80s. And then when I want to recall a scripture, I can't. Why is that? Because I didn't take the time to memorize it like I did those old songs. Studies have shown that when you put the words to music, 
It helps us, and especially children, learn it even better. Some of you need to take that passage and sing it to the tune of Old MacDonald Had a Farm and see if you can memorize it. I used to memorize entire chapters of the Bible at a time, and in recent years I have gotten away from that, but I think I'm sensing a need to go back and do it again. I'd love for you to join me all that in that journey. You know, nothing good can come into your life and my life, nothing but good, by memorizing Scripture. It can do us no harm, only good. And I want you to give it a try today and let me know how it's going. Okay, that's all I've got for you today. I hope you heard something that stirred your heart, that made you want to step fully into the fullness God has for you. And I cannot wait to be with you again soon. Go make your life awesome 